Testing, testing, testing. It works. Hey guys, welcome back to Simplish Plus. My name is NA, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something serious here. And I want to preface this by saying that I know that some of these comments that I'm about to make may trigger or offend some people, and that is not my intention. My goal is to make sure that I can provide you guys with the right information in order to help you guys get towards your goals. And the topic that I'm about to discuss here, it has really brought about some arguments among friends, among you know family members, and among individuals who are involved in the fitness industry. All the times, just the mere mention of what I'm about to say here brings a lot of divisiveness and just brings a bad taste into people's mouths. And it can be a very hard topic to discuss. And I want to be that person who facilitates that discussion and helps make things a little bit easier. Now, even even myself when I'm talking about this, I, I, I do feel, I do feel for these people, but I want to make sure that I can give you guys a better view of where I'm coming from so that you can understand why I'm saying the things that I'm saying. <sighs> All right. Anyways, 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 aside from that cheesy little intro, today we're going to be talking about cardio. <laughs> now, now, I can hear everyone in the background saying, cardio, what is that? We don't do that here. What kind of blasphemy is this? Now, 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 hear me out, hear me out. When we're looking to train, right? I mean, I, I myself am a trainer and my goal is to make sure that my clients are as well-rounded and as fit as possible. My goal is to make sure that I'm training them in all aspects of their fitness. And I find that when it comes to training, people you know, have no problem really training upper body. Legs, some people will train and some people won't, but most people don't really have a problem you know, doing a couple squats here and there. But one of, the muscle, one of the most important muscles in our body that people tend to neglect is our heart. And I don't want to sound cheesy, but I mean, your heart is important and sometimes it doesn't get the love that it deserves. And cardio is one of those ways that you can show your heart, it'll give your heart a little bit more attention and, you know, show it that you care about it. Now, obviously, we're not talking about, you know, feelings here, but we're just talking about more so building up your aerobic ability. And I find that when it, when it comes to being able to move properly or as efficiently as possible, making sure that your heart is in good working order should be one of your priorities. Because if you're in a situation where your heart isn't working as it should be, you won't be able to enjoy some of the activities that you're performing in day-to-day -day life. So to me, it makes... I, it doesn't make sense when people refuse to perform cardio or, you know, this prevailing idea that performing, if your goal is to strength train, then performing any kind of aerobic activity will limit your, you know, your progress in that field, which is absolutely not true. Whenever it comes to implementing any kind of, you know, activity within your programming, it's all about moderation. Obviously, if you're performing marathons every single day, you're not going to look like a bodybuilder. But at the same time, if you're not performing any kind of activity, you won't be able to lift and perform some of those activities that you enjoy. So in today's video, I'm going to be giving you guys two pieces of equipment that I enjoy performing cardio with and ones that you can use for yourself when you're trying to figure out, you know, how to program um, some kind of cardio in your, into your workout if you're not looking to, you know, let's say program a bunch of hit sessions or do any kind of boot camp stuff. So the first two pieces of equipment that we're going to be looking at today are the assault bike and the treadmill. Now, we're going to start off with the assault bike first. And for those of you guys who are listening, you may be saying, assault bike, what, what, what is that? What do, you, what do you mean by that, right? Is it a weapon? And to that comment, I'm going to say it might as well be. Because after you're done using this piece of equipment, you feel like you've been destroyed, right? It, it, it's, it's a different beast. So when we first take a look at the assault bike, what you'll notice is that it has pedals. Oh my God! Wow! 
right? Like a regular bike, obviously. And then it also has handles that move, unlike most regular bikes. So when you're getting set up on the assault bike, general rule of thumb is you want to get that seat right about hip height there. And the reason you want this is because for the most, for most people, when you get set up with your feet, um, you want to make sure that you have a little bit of flexion and as well as that you have room to kind of fully extend. Because if you get seated on the bike and you're too flexed, then you don't have enough um, room to be able to apply enough force. And if you're too extended, then you won't be able to um, properly get, get, gain the benefits of using this bike. So then once you've gotten, you know, strapped in, your feet are nice and tight there, you, you want to place your hands on the handles there and then your feet on the pedals and you want to start moving. Now, one of the big things that I find people tend to, I guess, make a mistake or screw up on is that people will either muscle it out and just pedal super hard with their hands and then neglect their legs or pedal super fast with their legs and then forget about their arms, which results in obviously people burning out in their upper body and then burning out in their lower body and saying, ah, this piece of equipment isn't for me, I'm done. The right way to do it is to make sure that you're applying equal force with both your upper body and your lower body. Now, I, I, moving the, this is kind of going to lead into our first benefit. And one of the reasons why I recommend this bike to a lot of my clients as well as to a lot of people is that the assault bike is a great way to get a full body workout in. And what I mean by this is since um, you're moving both your upper body as well as your lower body, all the muscles in your upper body and your lower body are constantly working in order to get you moving. So as you're pulling and pushing, your arms are working. Like I said, your, your biceps, your triceps are working, your back is working, your core is also working in order to keep you nice and upright, as well as in your lower body, your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes aren't working as much because you're sitting down, but almost everything in your lower body is working in order to keep you consistently moving. Now, some of you may be saying, okay, so while I'm pedaling, how do I adjust the, the, the resistance or weight? Because on a regular bike, you usually have a dial that you can set or on those digital ones, you can hit a little button and it'll increase the resistance. Now, the great thing about the assault bike is it gets a little fancy, right? And this is where that fan comes in before that we were talking about uh, that gives it its resistance. So with, with, with the assault bike there, that fan in the front has those blades. And as you begin to pedal, the faster you go, the more resistance the bike um, sets for you. So the great thing about this is that as you get in better shape, the amount of resistance that you can create also increases with you. So it's one of those pieces of equipment that you'll find that kind of grows with you and there's no real limit to how fast you could go. So theoretically, you could have an almost unlimited amount of resistance on the bike and the, the better you get, you know, the more of a challenge the bike creates for you. Now, as we move on to that next point there, obviously is why we're here is that the assault bike also helps increase your aerobic ability and your muscular endurance. So when you're biking, uh, I guess when you're when you're moving, right, since you're, you're using a lot of muscles within this exercise, your upper body is working, your lower body is working, your heart has to pump a lot of oxygenated blood to all these areas in order to keep you moving. Because as we said before, if your heart stops moving, you stop moving too. If you can find somebody who can move without a heart, let me know. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk. But for the most part, for all living things or all living beings, as far as I know, we need a heart and our heart is what helps us um, continue to move. So as, as you're moving, your heart, you know, has to accommodate the demands that you're placing on it. So what it does is it beats faster in order to get all this oxygenated blood towards your body. Now, if you first start off on the assault bike and you're kind of an individual who's not as trained, what happens is that your heart, your body forces this automatic response for you to breathe a lot quicker, right? That's where you'll find that you start, you'll start to feel like you're running out of breath. So your body says, all right, this is the activity that you're forcing us to do. We're, we, we want to get enough oxygen in, so we're going to force you to breathe quicker. Now, as you breathe quicker, you're, tr you're trying to bring in more oxygen. What your heart does is it has to take this oxygenated blood and push it to those muscles. So if your heart isn't as conditioned and the muscles within your heart as well as your arteries aren't strong enough, 
what it does is it's like, okay, you know what? The rate that we're beating at right now isn't efficient enough for us to get this blood to the rest of our, our body. What we're gonna do is we're gonna beat a lot faster. And that's where you'll find that your heart rate starts to spike up super quickly in order to kind of catch up to the point where it, it can kind of feasibly um, for, allow you to continue this activity. So right now what's happening is your heart's beating a lot quicker as well as you're breathing a lot faster. Now, obviously, you get to a certain point where um, the, the stress that you're placing on your body exceeds, you know, your body's ability to compensate and either, you know, you pass out, God forbid, or you slow down and you can't do it anymore. But what you'll find is in more trained individuals or if you continue to perform these activities on a regular basis, the muscles in your heart begin to get stronger. Now, what happens is that they're able to pump more blood, I guess, quickly to those um, parts of your body, which results in your regular heart rate or I guess your working heart rate, slow, not say slowing down, but it drops because your body doesn't need to, you know, beat as fast in order to get that blood towards your body, which is more efficient than obviously beating a lot faster, but then not, you know, not being as efficient in terms of pushing more blood out. So with this increased, you know, um, oxygenated blood being pushed to those muscles after, you know, obviously regular training, your muscular endurance also increases. And this is just your body's ability to perform repeated movements, you know, continuously. So, and like I said before, as you're, you're, you're pedaling and you're, and you're biking, both your arms and legs require this oxygenated blood in order to continue moving. So as you begin to train more, your body is able to get this blood to those parts of your body quicker, which results in those muscles being able to perform that movement continuously. And as those muscles develop, they also develop a uh, resistance to the fatigue and allows them to perform these movements more continuously on a regular basis without you getting tired as quickly as quickly as before and then when once you kind of add these two parts together where you're you're increasing your speed as well as you're able to maintain that you know that intensity for an extended amount of time you can definitely get a good workout in if you're going for what five to ten minutes there after that amount of time with the with the, i guess with the set for with the resistance on the bike you'll feel like you've really done a lifting session because I, i'm telling you right now what i've done the, that air bike for, for about 10 minutes or so and every time i'm done my biceps feel like they, they feel swole so I can guarantee that after you finish, you will feel like you've done weights. And if that's if 10 minutes is all you have, then the air bike is a great way to get a full body workout in without really needing to spend, a, a, you know, a lot of time on anything else. The one thing I will say, though, is that with most assault bikes, it is it's a piece of equipment that you're going to be investing in and it, it will cost a fair bit of money because most of them run about 700 or so dollars to about $1,500 if you're buying if you wanted to get a good one but at the end of the day this is a piece of equipment that you're going to be investing in so spending a little bit more money to get something of quality isn't the worst thing in the world now when we move from the assault bike we go to our trusty treadmill now the treadmill is one of those pieces of equipment that has been around for ages used to be used for torture and now people willingly put themselves through it times have changed you know things changed with it but you know i regress so with the treadmill like we said before it's one of those pieces of equipment that is very commonplace you can go to almost any gym or fitness studio and you'll find a treadmill there or a row of them if you're going to some of those bigger um bigger fitness gyms or i guess not fitness gyms bigger gyms yeah well we're not gonna use it yeah fitness gyms what am i saying one of those uh, bigger studios so with the treadmill, it's it's pretty easy to, to 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 get set up, right? You just hop on, you you hit the button uh, on the on the screen there, and you get started. One of the big benefits of um, the treadmill that I usually um, recommend, depending on who you are, is that um, with the treadmill, it allows you to run continuously all year round. 
right? So I'm sure if you live in an area, maybe like Edmonton or Canada, where it snows all the time and the weather is very inconsistent, you know, and you're an avid runner, being able to run is a priority for you. And if you're looking to, let's say you have your program scheduled and today you're supposed to go run and then suddenly it's there's a snowstorm or whatever kind of weather happens up, right? That kind of ruins your program and then you have to wait another day. And then if the weather is, is bad for a number of days, then you're kind of out of luck. Whereas with the treadmill, you're obviously inside. I don't see why you would plug a treadmill outside and start running in the snow, but you're obviously inside, you're training, and it allows you to keep up your training continuously all year round, regardless of what the weather is. So that, that way you can keep your running up and should the weather get better, you can then supplement um, your running with outside. But for the most part, you can keep, you can stay inside, stay sheltered with the weather and, and run continually without having to worry about any weather changes. Now, the next added benefit of the treadmill is that with most of the treadmills that are, are out now, they have a lot of cushioning and support and the surface on them is a lot softer, which means that um, you, you're able to sustain less injuries. Because one of the big problems with, with running or one of the reasons why people don't run so much is that running on those hard surfaces when you're outside creates a lot of pressure on your joints and can result in a lot of injuries such as um, ones in your knees and your ankles as well as, your shin, as well as shin splints. And for those individuals who love running or people who are trying to get into running, Running can be a very hard sport, so being able to run on a surface that gives you a little bit more support is, is a great way to kind of reintroduce yourself into running, and then it allows you to run a few more miles than you would normally without um, without really getting that many injuries, and as well as it places less strain on those joints. So if you're an older individual who likes to run, but doesn't really feel comfortable, you know, going out um, outside or running, you know, in a neighborhood or even running at night, Treadmill is a great way because, like I said before, it has that added support. And with some of the newer ones, um, they, they have shock absorption, so it feels like you're running on a pillow, which is great for all of us. And then the last benefit um, on the treadmill is that, unlike the assault bike where there's minimal, you know, settings for adjustment the treadmill is built in with numerous number of settings that most people don't really ever use so when you get set up on a treadmill well you'll see that for the most part depending on how your treadmill is set up usually you'll have a, a tab on, on one side that has the speed um, that you can set as well as the inclining grade that you can set so for the most part most of us usually just hit one tab we're either um, going on this side here and we'll adjust the speed or we're on the other tab here and then we're adjusting the incline but on majority of treadmills nowadays, they have pre-programmed workouts in there. And I'm just like, what? So for those of you who love to run, but you know, sometimes you're like, well, just running on a straight line isn't really fun and you wanna spice things up a bit. With most of the treadmills, you can go in and set, um, they have workouts preloaded in there that are either, you know, sprint workouts, fat loss workouts, hill sprints, whatever it is. And then what you do is you set your speed, you change your settings, and then from there you hit start and then the treadmill adjusts everything for you. All you have to do is run. So this is a kind of a great way to give yourself a little bit of variety as well as kind of change things up a bit compared to like just the regular, you know, running in a straight line or just kind of running continuously at the same pace and then chaining up the incline by yourself. Now, when we're, when we're taking a look at both these pieces of equipment, we can they're both beneficial in terms of improving your aerobic ability, but the, the, the reason why I say that um, depending on who you are, it may differ is because when we're looking at, um, let's say individuals who are fairly new to training, right? And you're looking to kind of get involved in, in aerobic ability, the assault bike is great, but it doesn't give you as much versatility in terms of like being able to adjust resistance and weight. So if you're someone who is fairly new and hasn't done any cardio at all, I would highly recommend starting off on the treadmill because with the treadmill, you can better adjust your speed as well as the intensity with which you're running at. And that way you can kind of regulate how fast you're going. Whereas with the assault bike, since 
the speed is very much um, determined by your resistance, or I guess how fast you're pedaling. If you find that even with a consistent pedal, you're, you're getting too tired too quickly, you won't be able to train long enough to, in order to kind of elicit those aerobic um, benefits. So moving to the treadmill is, is much easier for you. And then once you've kind of built up that aerobic base, then you can definitely move to the salt bike and kind of train on, on that piece of equipment. And then vice versa. If you're someone who is in, in, in decent shape and you're looking to kind of get a, a little bit uh, more of a harder workout or you're more focused on that high intensity training, then the assault bike is very much for you because it has that added resistance as well as you're, you're, you're using um, the, the bike focuses more on the strength side a little bit more than the treadmill does since there's a lot more tension with the pulling and pushing whereas the running your arms aren't really doing too much so they're to propel you but they're not really um, engaged in any of the, the pulling motions uh, 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 that the bike would be involved but like i said before at the end of the day both pieces of equipment are a great investment most treadmills you can find some for about 200 dollars or so so the the, the 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 price range with treadmills tends to be a little bit um on the on the lower side which means you can kind of find one you know a little bit easier plus they're they're more accessible because you they're more accessible and they're easier to find so it's easier to find one that's on a discount whereas more assault bikes are a little bit more niche they're still you know available in most gyms but they're a little more, more of a niche product so it's a little bit harder to find ones you know on sale but should you find one i highly recommend investing in either an assault bike or a treadmill because at the end of the day like we said before your heart is one of the most important muscles in your body and taking the time to you know like i said do even a little bit of cardio a day 10 minutes is, is, is all you need get your heart rate um up there nice and high get moving and that's all you need to kind of get yourself going you don't necessarily have to like i said you're not going to become a marathon runner you're not going to you know you know atrophy you're not going to be you know you're not going to become that you know skinny stick figure that you, you you're, you're thinking of but just incorporate a little bit of that into your training sessions trust me you'll love me for it your heart gets stronger the rest of your body is able to move better and who doesn't want that but like i said at the end of the day program for what you want program for your needs and only do what works for you so hopefully you guys enjoyed that uh, episode remember don't forget to smile move as much as possible and keep it simplish cardio for life peace